Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Playmakers, we are so excited. It's Brittany and I just chatting today, so buckle up, people, because we are in a chatty mood. (laughs) We've got lots of fun stories for you. If you are new here, I'm Brittany, and this is Ashley. We are More Than a Season podcast, and we're excited that you're here with us. Yeah, our, our community is pretty amazing. We have lots of Playmakers, and from all different sports, all different areas, so... We are so excited to have y'all here, but we wanted to dive in and give you a little update about how we are handling the new life here. If you're new, Brittany and I both are in different locations and we're settling into our new football program areas. Brittany is in Kentucky and I am in Clemson. And so we're living life trying to figure out our next football chapter. So life Mm -hmm. has been interesting. (laughs) It is. And if you're not in the football industry, we are currently in spring ball slash ending spring ball. So we will be going into recruiting season and then a little short break for a couple weeks and then right into fall ball in August. So that's kind of our schedule in the college football world. I know it's different in different levels and different things. So it's always nice to come back and remind you where we're at and we always love to hear where you guys are at as well because it's hard once you're in the moment you kind of forget about everyone else's schedules and things like that because you're in your routine and you're in like you know the monotony of the everyday life yeah no I agree I think it's just so hard to you know keep an open mind with all the other sports going on because you're so focused on your schedule so totally important to recognize that that I know that everyone else's schedules are moving and grooving but that's where we're at we're making it we just finished our spring game and it was pretty dang cool we had a really good time I think they said the turnout was close to 50,000 people for a spring game that's crazy it looked awesome it looked so fun It was a lot of fun. I was really shocked. You know, when people tell you, they're like, okay, there's going to be a lot of fans there. You're like, okay, because it's like a spring game. So Mm -hmm. it was incredible. And it was a beautiful day out. And I got to meet a lot of new faces. I'm still learning names. It's taken me a while, but it's been really, um, really great so far. And I think one of the, (laughs) the best things that I got to see is they have this hill that is at the top of where the buses pull up. And basically, it's a tradition. And if you are new and you have one never ran down the hill or you're on the team, you have to run it down as a whole team all at once. And it is just pure chaos. And I don't know how people don't fall because it's very steep. Very, when very do steep. They, when do they do this? Like right before the game? Yeah, like warm-ups. And they run down and I, it reminds me and I was telling, I was sending Carson like, memes during the middle which I shouldn't have been doing that but it that's what it made me think of is you know those skiers that look like the flying squirrel thing where they gain all the momentum and then they just like fly that's what I was like envisioning like when they picked up momentum and they just like nonstop running and then they come down and do their little warm-ups and stuff like that but I was just blown away like how many people just sprint down this hill how'd Carson do you know he did okay I lost him I couldn't find him for like a solid couple minutes and I I was trying to find him and someone actually behind me was like, 
you know, doesn't Carson always wear his hat backwards? And I was like, yes. And so he actually found him before I did, but it took me a while. So he said he went down the hill. I was like, I need proof because I couldn't find you. <laughs> in the, I need in pictures. The yep. Yeah. So did everyone sit together, like all of the significant others and stuff? Did you guys all sit in the stands together? Yeah, it's really cool. So with that weekend, they had recruiting, obviously coming in for the spring game. And they have this, um, basically this club level area where everyone can go in and get drinks and then come out and sit. And thankfully it was shaded. So you could like go sit there, but I kind of wanted to be closer to the field. So you kind of bounce back and forth, but majority all set together in the stands, which is really neat. One of the things that I think is super cool is the significant others here. They like to be like up close to the game watching which is like I know that's your kind of people because you like get into the game too so it was really cool because everyone was like we just want to watch we want to watch the game and they were super into it so it was fun that's a lot of fun fun. is that what your seats will be like during season two did they say I don't know they haven't said yet I I feel like you know it's more more information to come because they said they're still trying to figure out we're all gonna be but there's some diehard fans <laughs> some diehard clemson fans you're gonna have some fun stories i'm sure after yes this season you're gonna have some good fans in the sand stories yeah and one of the things i learned that i didn't realize so if you went to clemson or you've been a part of it don't laugh at me because they let the fans storm the field after every game they can hop on the field and go towards the players and the coaches every single time. So I was not expecting that when the spring game was over, all these people just started coming down the stairs, like routine Did it for the spring. game. Yeah. For the spring game, which I was like, good for y'all. Good for y'all. But yeah, so it was good. It was really good. And um, did you go to practice on Saturday? Because I know your spring game is coming up. Yes, we went to practice. And it's so funny. It's a lot different facility and rundown than Clemson. It's a lot smaller. But it's cool because they have like in the end zone, there's a little grassy patch area. So we sat there and kind of it was like a beautiful day. So we sat there with a couple of the coaches, significant others, and a lot of the kids just like ran around in the grassy area and like were playing volleyball and like hanging out. So it was a fun little area. And then, yeah, we have our spring game coming up this weekend, which is going to be, hopefully it'll go off. They might cancel it with the weather. So Oh no, is it supposed to rain? It's supposed to rain, yeah. And apparently we're tailgating no matter what indoors. So I'm excited (laughs) about that. So I get to meet some of the significant others that I haven't met yet too, which is going to be fun. We have a lot of new people and there's still a lot of people that aren't here. So it'll be fun to meet some new people and kind of get to see how they do. This is apparently how they do every home game in the fall. Uh, So fun. Yeah. Yeah. We were, before we started recording, Brittany and I were talking about how cool it is that we are now at new programs and we're meeting people from the podcast that are now at the same locations which is just like wild to me like so cool it's so cool because you know when we started the podcast so long ago we didn't really know what the heck we were doing and why Mm -hmm. we were doing it we were doing it for ourselves mostly at the beginning but I think it's really turned into this amazing community of people that I know that you guys have also met each other because of the podcast and you've met up and you know ran into each other or gone to a new school and someone else that you know from the podcast is there and now we're experiencing that too and it's just such a cool experience to get to see how our platform has impacted people and that's the whole goal like we really want you to know somebody 
at every place you go to so that you don't feel like right off the bat you're going in alone. Yeah, I thought it was really neat because, I mean, we have several playmakers that are at Clemson that have been here. And so when I even went to a couple events over the weekend, I mean, you run into them and you meet them and they're like, oh, you know, I've been listening to the podcast and it's not, it's more of like me fangirling over them because I'm like, oh, you listen, like that's so exciting. And so it's, it's really cool. And I know you have several people now too. Yeah, we have a lot of people on our staff that have listened to the podcast, which is really cool. And honestly, like it makes me feel more relaxed because to be honest, like you said, like I'm not a celebrity and nor do I ever want to be one, but I, I just love the fact that I know these people are like my people, like Mm -hmm. the same type of people that like enjoy the same type of things, have the same values. We love our significant others and we love the sport that we're in. And I think that's where it's exciting to meet people because you know that your values and like your visions are going to align. And when we came for Drew's interview, I think I mentioned this before, but a couple of people were like, oh, I like we listened to the podcast, which just instantly made me feel like welcome, you know, Mm -hmm. and they didn't even know that they were making me feel that way. But I think that's the cool part about it. Yeah, I felt the same because it's almost like since we're all part of the same community and you know that they, you know, they support the community and then, you know, us vice versa. It's like this weird, like you said, peace. Like you start to talk to them and you're like, I feel like I already know you because we've had this like dialogue going on on Instagram for so long and whatever other platform, but I thought it was so cool. So it just made, you know, all of the work worth it in my mind. And it was so, so neat. And so I'm sure we have more stories to come once we all start getting together and share with your friends so that we can all continue to get to know each other as we kind of expand this platform and community. Then wherever you go, you'll always have somebody that you can meet or talk to. It's really neat. And I, I feel like you and I both have, it's taken us a while to get settled. We said that on the last podcast, but even with our homes and stuff, like it is just, it's always just a lot of energy when it, when it comes in together. And, you know, Brittany and I were laughing because like, you know, owning a home and like being in a new neighborhood, I mean, so many stories. I know Brittany has had to get it together on some of her home things. Like, I mean, what can you share? I want to hear, tell everyone what you've been dealing with. Well, our homeowners association has kind of calmed down a bit, but we have (laughs) crawl spaces. Have you, have you ever had a crawl space in your house? Like it's not a basement. But yeah. it's just like a space underneath there. I don't even know what the point of it is. And the guy was like, it's good for HVAC. I'm like, well, okay, everyone else can do it without that. So apparently we have crawl spaces in Kentucky and French drains. I'm learning lots of new things about But Kentucky. isn't like a crawl space in the Midwest that's like a thing? But it's not like a big enough to lay in? Mm-mm. It's like tiny. Like you actually have to crawl in there. That's terrifying. So it's not like a tornado <laughs> shelter, which would be helpful okay at that point I'd rather have a basement you don't put anything but ours is like wet and apparently (laughs) like a little water is okay but ours was like soaked and the guy was like telling me there was jumping frogs in there it was a whole to do (laughs) and so a guy came out to spray for bugs yesterday I'm like a psycho about bugs by the way (laughs) like I'm crazy about them yeah and (laughs) Brittany's like the fly woman like one flies and she's like everything stops until the fly is killed we had a wasp in our house and it was in the office. So I, I like sent Paddington in first. So my mom's like, oh, cool. I was like, well, if he gets bit, he'll be fine. So I called the bug people again. They come every other month. The guy was like, do you want me to spray everywhere? I'm like, yes. 
every inch every... of this house. <laughs> like those are probably just some house spiders. I was like, I don't want any spiders. No spiders. No house spiders. No like he's like the centipedes will kill all the other bugs. Oh my gosh, your centipede. It's practically like moved in. It's like literally living rent free. I found house. it dead. Oh. oh. Just turned up. So, you know, I'm always here for the bug stories. But anyways, that that wasn't really my point. Yeah. <laughs> the story was to get into my bugs. Anyways, the French drains and all that. So there's just been a whole drama. And we're trying really hard because when I first bought the house, the first thing I noticed was the neighbors behind us can see like right into our house from their patio. Just like a little peek. Like they can see like directly in there or like they can see directly in there. Oh man. Yeah. Because the fences are pretty low and then all the patios are up so they can see like right into our house. And so the first thing I wanted to do before we even moved in was get trees in the backyard and like line the fence in the back so that they would have a harder time seeing through because they are out there all the time smoking cigarettes and then just staring into my house. Probably like a to-do like, <laughs> oh, like I wonder what, what they're doing in there. Drew's like, I've caught them staring at us and they're very nice. We've had conversations (laughs) over the fence. Like it's, what's that show where he used to like lean over the fence and like have the conversations? Tim Allen, the Tim Allen, like with the neighbor. Tim the Toolman, home home improvement, home improvement. Yes, yes, home improvement. Okay. Yes. That's what I felt like. We were like having the conversation over the fence and yeah, it was really awkward. Anyways, have not gotten the trees because of the French drain backyard flooding combo. So that's the next on the to-do list because Drew and I are like, yeah, we're not really cool with people staring right into our house. Yeah, that would be so weird because, I mean, even here we have like a screened-in porch like in our backyard, but all the screen porches of the house all sit up at the same height and like they're, you can see all the way down the neighborhood basically from your backyard because all the screen porches. So I can yeah. see when my neighbors are out like at all times and it is so weird because you don't want to like talk too loud or or share anything because everyone can hear like and see from the patio it's definitely yeah, weird it's so weird and and I guess I'm from California like no one wants to know anyone's business like we all want as much privacy as possible so it's so weird that people some people don't even have fences in between their back neighbors backyards yeah so it's just one big backyard that's wild maybe you should get like one of those two big poles and then just extend them up real high and like put like a little shade down I can't even imagine I just would feel weird even in my own house like at the front door it's a straight shot into our master bedroom so if you take a shower or you walk out and you're changing everyone can see that's like walking by <laughs> like they get a free little peep show unless you yep. pull down like the shade so I'm like I forgot the first couple of days and I was like <laughs> literally I felt like the you know the Grinch like where he like walks through with like a little kilt on yes, and like looks yeah. at himself in the mirror. I was literally standing like butt naked and then like looking out and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm looking at my front patio like literally through the windows. <laughs> there like, it is, <laughs> no clothes on. And I was like, I felt like the, the Grinch just like arched back, just like standing there staring out the window, and I like ran over and shut the little shutters like in our bedroom and I was like what if someone saw me like I wouldn't I would literally never live that down it's like so funny I love it oh my gosh yeah so we got the French train you have like you're working on trees working on trees working on all the things you know I've got some fun DIY things after the wedding I'm gonna 
dive yeah, into that. Pause, but pause on that. Pausing on that for right now. But yeah, our neighborhood's really cute. Paddington and I were out for a walk the other day and um, I actually have this really funny story that I, I think I've told on the podcast before where I was out for a run when I was in college and I thought that there was like a car that was like sketchy. So then I started sprinting home and I was like screaming my entire street down like for my dad to come out because I was so scared <laughs> that these people were trying to kidnap me. And then they like drove up to our house later on. My dad went outside and they were like, sorry, we scared her. We were just looking for our dog. That's kind of weird. But also, like, I'd rather be safe than sorry. But this is probably a lot worse than that. So Paddington and I are out for a walk. And um, we we were just kind of, you know, doing our leisurely stroll. And there's these, like, vultures that are above us. And I just had total, like, proposal, like, flashbacks in my head where, like, the bird picks up the, the dog and Paddington's <laughs> a lot bigger than that dog like it would definitely take both of them to do that but I was panicking that he was going to get picked up or they were going to grab my head so then I just started sprinting home and I made it a game with Paddington and I like pulled something in my knee and we're too old to do that we can't and I was telling Drew the story and he's like you are so embarrassing like people are probably watching you like sprint from five doors down like, what is going on? I just, I'm just imagining, like, Jurassic Park, like, these giant birds just, like, swarming over y'all's head. And I, I'm laughing because Paddington is massive. Like, yeah. it would take, like, five birds <laughs> to pick him up and carry him. But that's scary when they're, like, swooping at your head. But, man. And then you throw out your knee. <laughs> yeah. I hurt my knee. I'm too old to do that. I'm too old to run like that. You need like a, a brisk walk to pick I up do. the face. Yeah. We're getting old. These knees aren't what they used to be. Yeah. The neighborhood is just funny. Like living in a new neighborhood. Do y'all have sidewalks? Because remember in Mississippi, we don't have sidewalks when we, we were there. We have them on half of the That's neighborhood. Exciting. So it's it's a nice little like loop. Stroll. But we live in the country. So there's no sidewalks on the like coming into our neighborhood. Yeah, we have parking only on one side of our street and then the sidewalks are on both. But like even when taking a walk like with Chip and stuff, everyone here in my neighborhood, I swear we are the youngest couple in this entire neighborhood. I think the age range is 75 to 100. Like I'm not kidding. <laughs> everyone is retired and old. And I mean, that's totally fine because it's quiet and yeah. I like it. But everyone is outside walking because no one works because they're all retired. So if I just want to go on like a leisurely walk, you can't. Like everyone stops you and they're like, oh, how's your day going? It's like a constant. So I have to like put my AirPods like in. nap time. Yes. Like nap time for, the, <laughs> for them. For the old people, pick yeah. nap time. Yeah. I know. And today <laughs> I was walking Chip like uh, during lunch. And this older couple, everyone has a golf cart. I told Carson, I was like, we need a golf cart. Everyone yeah. else has one. I need one. Anyway, we were, I was walking with Chip. This older couple makes their like rounds and they basically wave and chat to all the people that are out on their porch. And I turned the corner and they kind of waved at me. And then I turned another corner and they are like doing rounds. So like I keep passing them, like the same people. Oh my and God. And I literally like waved at him again and I just felt like I was like how many times are we gonna do this like he kept coming by and he's like funny seeing you again it was like the total <laughs> dad joke like every time he passed and so finally I was like okay fourth time like we're going fourth <laughs> round around the circle here so yeah people in the neighborhood are interesting yeah you gotta be friends with them so maybe they'll let you ride with the, with them on their golf cart 
I know. I know. And you know, it's funny, speaking of like learning about the neighborhood, there is one lady that's so sweet. I'm not going to say her name, but she got a hold of Carson's cell phone number. And I guess she found out that Carson works for football and all of us can relate to this in some way that fans get real excited when they feel like they can associate with someone like in a program, even though Carson is like not like this famous figure. I think they just saw that he works in athletics or whatever. So she starts calling Carson and texting him like nonstop asking like if she's part of like the welcoming committee and I pray she never hears this because this is just wild to me because she basically was trying to schedule a time to come to the house and like meet Carson. So Carson, I told him he owes me for this. Like I was like, you owe me like a dinner date after this one, because on the phone, we're driving back from like, I think it was like a football dinner and she calls again and she's like, Hey, can I come to the house, you know, tomorrow to like welcome you? And he hasn't even told me that like this lady's been calling him. He's like, oh, well, um, I'll give you my wife's number and you guys can schedule a time and she'll take care of you. While he's driving, <laughs> I literally look at him and I go, who are you talking to? Like on the, <laughs> on the phone. And it's like dead silent because I'm like fuming. I'm like, who did you just sign me up to like yeah. see? So anyway, she comes over. We like get like the whole the whole like welcome packet and like the committee thing. And She's like, where's Carlson at? And I was like, oh, <laughs> it's like she thinks his name's Carlson, which I love that. So that's going to be Carson's like second personality. Anytime I'm mad, I'm going to be like, Carlson, like get it together. So Carlson, Carlson. she kept, thought his name was Carlson. So she like gave us this welcome packet. Then she pulls out like handmade items for him to sign, which is very nice. But as soon as we're done with our conversation, she's like, can I see the house? Like the rooms? How do you say no? I don't, I don't understand how, how you, you say, say no. no. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. And I was like, sure, you can, <laughs> you can come take a peek. Like, I don't, I don't know what she was looking for. So she starts going in the rooms and she starts saying this room used to be painted blue. This room used to be painted, you know, orange, whatever. And so I was like, how the heck does she know all these details? And so finally she admitted that she actually used to live in the house. So I was like, ah, okay. We should have started with that. Yeah. Yes. Full circle. So we start doing like all of the outside. She starts telling me all about it, which is totally fine. And she told me that, which maybe this will solve your bug problem. That blue paint keeps mosquitoes away. Have you ever heard of that in your life? Never. Never. The, the garage is painted blue, like a light blue, like a very light blue. I think and she then, just likes blue and she just decided. She's like, that's why your patio ceiling is painted blue. It keeps the mosquitoes away. So someone out there, playmaker, DM me, hit me up that this is a myth or not, because every ceiling is blue, like in the outside area. So anyway, long story short. That's so that crazy. is my new neighbor. So yeah. mosquitoes can tell color. I guess I thought they were colorblind. Do bugs see color? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I and what would be like, the difference between like a blue and like a green or like a blue and a black? But my thought was like, you're sitting on the patio and a, a little mosquito like buzzes up and is like, oh no, it's blue on the ceiling. Yeah. Like, I'm like, not going go. to sting you now. Yeah. So I was just listening to that and I was like, oh man. Okay. So then she left or whatever. And after that, I asked my neighbor next door and I said, does she do like the welcoming committee 
to everyone else and he's like oh no he's like it's just because you know y'all are working in athletics and i was like oh man okay so they invited me to a casserole night at the clubhouse and oh. i am not i'm not sure if i'm gonna partake in, in the casserole night casserole night everyone yes. brings a casserole or yes you bring you bring a side dish and it has to be a hot oh. dish specifically. <laughs> so I don't think I'm going. I asked my neighbors and they're like, Ashley, you're like 40 years too young to be going. And I was like, okay, well, so it's been Aww. very eventful here. I know. I was like, what if I like, you know, made the party, I like brought in something, but I don't want to cause like anything crazy to happen like what if my dish causes problems i was like there's yeah. no way i'm doing that so yeah that's what the drama from our neighborhood so every time i walk around it's funny because i'm like the young young little one in the neighborhood so i'm like waving at all these people on their porches the whole time but that's all like i got a so million far. kids and dogs so it's like the total opposite yeah of your neighborhood it's like I a know. kid and a dog at every single house it's like okay you can get out of the street yeah, and I I really think that this is the neighborhood where you trick or treat because mm. like they the, give good you the candy, good candy, the good candy, like always, old people give you the best candy. I'm like convinced. Yeah. I know. Oh, I'm gonna have trick or treaters this year. I'm so yeah. excited. I know. Last we didn't year have I them. bought full size candy bars and no one came to my house. <laughs> I know. So. Brittany was so sad. We were only a street away, and I think the one kid that we had in the neighborhood like went to a different neighborhood. I'm so excited. Country. I can't yeah. wait. I'm going to so be the cool be house. Like we don't the have fun kids. House. Come to our house. Come to our house. No, it'll be good. It'll be good. Well, that is the update for us like in our life so far. We hope y'all had a little giggle, but we did ask y'all earlier today on Instagram to submit some questions and we do have some good ones. So we'll pull them up and get started. So thank you to everyone that submitted something. Um, you know that we love the random Q&A sesh. How to not fight about finances when you're in the GA or analyst stage. Ooh, girl. I don't think we ever, to be honest, we never argued about money in a sense of who pays for what. It was more of like when we were in that stage, one, I was very naive. Like I didn't understand how much GAs and analysts get paid. Yeah. And I thought he was making like a, a really good salary to like take care of us both, which I mean, we were 20, 21, 22. So I was very naive. But Brittany and I talk about this all the time that money is one of those things that never goes away and no one ever wants to talk about it because it's so awkward. I think it's awkward. I don't even like bringing it up now unless you have to, of course. What do you think? We had the same thing where I just didn't understand that he really wasn't making that much money until like I saw his W-2 for one mm -hmm. of the years. We weren't living together though and I just... It was it was kind of a struggle, but I kind of was at the point where I was independent, so I didn't mind having to spend money like to come and see him and such. But I don't know. I think I think it's hard because you guys have to realize that it's just a season. And I'm gonna say my favorite quote. Yeah, money bring comes it and out. goes. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany's gonna have this like tattooed on her butt i, I swear money comes like and goes <laughs> and i say this to you all the time because right now money is going a lot for us and fast and mm -hmm. i just feel that if you really truly focus on like doing things that mean a lot to you with the money that you have you'll feel better about spending that money if that makes sense so if there are things that you're splurging on like make sure there are things that 
you are enjoying or things that like are important to you or things that are important to your family and then everything else like you don't probably need to be spending that money on right now and it's hard within this influencer culture I feel like that we're Mm -hmm. in to not feel like you need all of that stuff so it's kind of hard and you know I don't think that there's an I don't think that there's a right answer for this I really don't yeah I will say that it's super tough in the beginning because you're seeing all your friends like go out with their significant others and probably spend or going on vacations and like doing all these things and your significant other is grinding like super Mm -hmm. like long hours and let me back up first I had to get out of a mindset that it's my money versus your money instead of if we were truly going to move forward in our relationship we had to start viewing things of uh like a joined state of mind not saying that you have to like join bank accounts like you do whatever's best for you but I really had this like selfish mindset of like well I earned x y and z like subconsciously like i earned x y and z he should be able to input this amount and Mm -hmm. i really had to like humble myself and we actually ended up sitting down like every couple weeks because i mean you don't need to do this all the time but we laid out like all of our finances like in a little excel sheet like titled what we spent money on and i am like a firm believer that if your significant other does not understand how much it costs to be a girl like with all the beauty things and things like that it is like a crazy awakening i feel like for them in the beginning um so that's probably my advice is it's uncomfortable but i think if you schedule the time to talk about it then you're preparing to have that conversation yeah that's a good point yeah so that's i mean that's kind of my take on it because he was in that stage when we were dating for I mean, four and a half years before. Mm -hmm. Um, So we had to like really grow during that time because of that mindset that, I mean, I had practically had to get over during that time. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Kids question mark. Yeah. I think we're, we're getting to that point. I'm old, as I mentioned, my niece. Not old. Probably can't, (laughs) can't hang anymore with any young ones. Well, we'll see after the wedding. Yeah. I think I... I just have a hard time with this question, and I know we talk about it. Every time I talk to Brittany, I'm like, gosh dang, I'm like the last one here that doesn't have kids, and that's totally fine. I just think there has been so much pressure attached to that in the past, like, several Mm -hmm. years. Maybe it's due to, like, culturally, like, location of where we were at in the South. Everyone has kiddos really young. I just don't feel like I'm ready for that chapter yet. It's not that I'm against it just not there yet and I Mm -hmm. think we're finally to be completely candid we're finally in an in a situation here where I can feel at peace yeah it's been so like high strung and you know just kind of this like I I feel like kind of like a gloomy cloud has been like over us for like past three years that you finally are here and you're like I can take a breath and like be be Ashley for the first time in a while so to answer that question I don't think we're there yet and I I think we've still got a little bit but totally want kids in the future it's just not not in our not in the immediate future not in immediate future being a dog mom is good right now so that's that's me okay non-negotiables when looking for a house that's a good one I feel like this should be you starting off this like journey here. I feel like non-negotiables. One, I have to have a fence because of Chip. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. Um, I don't want to chase him around. It's super inconvenient when you go and you have to put on a leash all the time. I did it for like 
four or five years and don't ever want to do it again. So a fence. And then honestly, I mean, we're fine with the size. I feel like you really fit into the house like that you pick. Like you're like, yeah. okay, we'll make it work. So you make it work. I think one of the non-negotiables too is Carson does all the cooking and stuff. So the cooking, like the kitchen space has to be functional. It can't be really tiny to where we're both in there and everything else, as long as it feels clean to me, that is like a non-negotiable because in our last house, Brittany heard me complain probably every single day. It was just older and I never felt like it was truly clean. Like you would clean all day and you would still feel dirty like in the house. And I hate that feeling. So Totally. That's the that's honestly the worst feeling. That's why we always try to look for something that's a little newer if we can. Obviously, some housing markets don't allow for that. But mm-hmm. I'm also weird. Like <laughs> my future mother-in-law was telling me like every house that she's bought, they were in the coaching industry. She bought new toilets for all the houses. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm oh, going to be wow. that person because that grosses me out like so much. And I know it's such a weird thing to think about. Like it's really not that big of a deal. But anyways, that's something that is interesting for us it's a fence as well and then uh two at least two bedrooms and two bathrooms for my office and then we have a lot of well we had a lot of guests we'll see if we do this time around so it's always nice to have a space for them and like their own separate bathroom and we don't have to share if people come over then they can have that I also think for us like an outdoor space is important like we like having somewhere we can sit outside and sometimes I like to work outside for like a little bit because it just gets me out of the office so that's always really important for us too yeah no that's all good I totally agree and let's do one more and then we are wrapping it up here because a lot of these we will have to save for next time but the last one I want to leave leave on is what is your biggest pet peeve with I have so many (laughs) (laughs) just maybe just pick one of each The first one that comes to mind is when you're on a plane and people get up. I feel like this is because I'm traveling next week. But when you're on a plane and people get up from the back Mm -hmm. of the plane and get in the middle of the aisle, like unless you have two seconds to get to your next connection, I don't need the entire plane coming forward. Like it's so frustrating to me. You're like, take a seat. Like yeah, just, just so breathe. Perfect. And they just breathe. push through and they grab their bags from up above and they like almost hit people on the way down. And it's just, it's a nightmare. Yeah. I really have a hard time like uh, in my seat, like controlling my faces. Like if somebody comes by and they're being really annoying, my eyes get real big and I'm just like, you know, judging them mm-hmm. like all, all that they do. That's a good pet peeve. What about Drew? What is, what do the young people say now? Ick. What is your ick? Yeah. What's my ick? Ick. He snores a lot and it drives me crazy. Does he really? Oh my God. It's been driving me crazy. I've not been sleeping well. Does he have one of those like the like lip things? You know what I'm talking about? Like the little patch things that they know? Mm-mm. I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't just, be very comfortable. <laughs> I think he has allergies and yeah. he's told me that he thinks he has allergies, but instead of taking things, he just snores. So it just drives me crazy. And then I like kick him every single <laughs> night. I do. I'm like, stop. Just like let him snoring. have it. Just, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And sometimes he'll roll towards me and he'll start snoring. I wake him up and I'm like, roll over. Roll over. (laughs) No, that's good. I was trying to think of my pet peeves. Honestly, the biggest one, it'll always be this. It'll never go away. It's the way that I'm born is people smacking their food. I will literally, I can't focus on anything else. It is Mm -hmm. the worst flaw about me because I 
cannot focus on a conversation if someone near me, next to me, or whatever is smacking. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. And it's so bad that like <laughs> Carson knows that with like us being together, it'll almost be, I think it'll be eight years in May, like total time of being together that he has to play music like when we cook. And I think I've seen like said that before, but I literally, if I could never go to a movie theater ever again, I never would because that is my worst nightmare. If you want to torture me, you put me in a movie theater some with someone next to like a big bowl of popcorn. Like I will, I'll, my skin will crawl. I can't do it. Oh so gosh. that's my When pet I have peeve. popcorn, I turn into like an, another person. <laughs> I'm like an animal. <laughs> like I don't eat Are like that the- ever. But I'm like the person that tries to fit as much popcorn in their mouth as possible and is it's honestly embarrassing. Are you but I like love popcorn? So. I like to call them the like, the like monster hand grabber. Do you like dig around in there for like the piece, like the handful? Because the people in the theater that are like digging around in their bowl, I'm like, what are you oh, looking no. for? I'm like whatever I can get my hands on, give me that popcorn. <laughs> give me that and- now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, like the people that are so cute, and they have like oh a kernel, like yeah. No, I no, I'm not that way. I literally eat one piece at a time because I don't want to make any noise. It drives me crazy. Oh like my I, gosh. I know yeah. I'm the weirdo. I'm the weirdo. So Carson's like, I want to go see this new movie, but I have to go by myself because like I can't sit like and be comfortable with the noise. But anyway, so that is my pet peeve. Even and then, with the movie going on, it drives me crazy. Like if I'm sitting near someone, if no one's near me like that, then it's fine. But if I'm sitting like, for example, we saw the Avengers movie or whatever that's like five yeah. years long and this lady got the unlimited bucket of popcorn. I was like, this is where I die. Like this is it. That's I me. can't do it. It's me and it's my popcorn. Crazy. <laughs> Brittany and I can't sit together. Note to the self, <laughs> don't go to a movie with Ashley because she'll get annoyed. If I ever have kids, they're going to eat like all like soft, quiet food. It's going to be like, <laughs> like all mushy. Popsicles. Yeah. And she's going to have all these like squeeze packs. <laughs> like gummies, like nothing crunchy. Oh my gosh. Everyone's judging me right now, but it's no. So funny. Yeah. So that's, that's me. And then Carson, I don't really have like the one pet peeve that like comes to mind, which he knows I get onto him like all the time is I, he will like leave certain things out so like he'll take his shoes off and he'll leave them there or a hat and like leave it there and so of course me being petty I'm like instead of asking him to put it up we'll be like oh are you are you done with your shoes like for <laughs> for the day and he'll be like yes Ashley I'm gonna go put them out I was like oh but what about your hat too like are you gonna wear that like anymore like this evening and he's like Ashley I know <laughs> I will put it up so yes that's that's me it's probably me being passive but that is how this is so funny our closet is connected to our laundry room so oh wow really simple to (laughs) take your clothes into the laundry basket because it's in the same room like the laundry basket is right there but it's always so close no he's not even close close. it's like no (laughs) what so he just leaves all of his clothes on the floor and i'm like you realize they're connected and you have to walk through there to like get out (laughs) throw your clothes out on the way out or like I wash all the dishes and he'll like eat something like ramen and put the bowl in the sink. And I'm like, you can't just rinse the bowl and put it in the dish. <laughs> <laughs> it I just, crazy I, I like, I'm calling myself out here, but I'm sure that other people can relate. I'll like ask him to help me with something and then no patience, like yeah. literally none. And I'll be like over there huffy breathing, like, 
opening the bag, the trash bag, just like popping it, like putting it in the trash. I'm like, it's okay. I've got it. Yeah, I do that too. <laughs> it's okay. Don't I worry do about all me. The time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, can you take the trash out? Yeah, 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 I will. And then he doesn't like five seconds later. And I'm like, it's fine. I'll just do it myself. I'll just do it. <laughs> Yeah. No, I know. Well, thank you all for listening to us. We love chatting and it's really a treat when Brittany and I can just come on and, you know, be ourselves like usual, but in a different setting. So thanks for hanging in there with us on this episode. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on More Than a Season Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at More Than a Season Podcast or on TikTok at More Than a Season for the latest updates. If you have enjoyed this episode, please download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.